Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to the first of my Chakra Chats. I'll be doing a little mini-series of podcasts chatting to people in my life who I think are kind of experts in their field and who are exemplars of one of the chakras. I'm afraid that we're not going to go neatly up the chakras but dance around the energy centres and today we will begin this series with the throat chakra. This chakra is so significant and I was witness to this whilst teaching my course at the beginning of this year. One of my clients had a significant blockage in their throat chakra and so I asked if they ever sang in the shower, in the car, anywhere, to which the answer was a very solid no. So the homework was to sing. And a week later, my client came back to me to say that they had spent a three-hour car journey on their own singing. And I don't think either of us expected the results of this experiment to be quite so radical. Suffice to say, a lot of things that needed to be said were said. A new freedom of expression was found and a big old shift in energy occurred. And I wanted to explore in more detail why singing has such an incredible power, why it's such an incredibly powerful tool for opening and healing this chakra. And so today I'm very happy to welcome my first guest in this series, who is the lovely Teresa Verney. Now, Teresa is a singing teacher and run, runs choirs in my local area, but she is so much more than that. She really believes in and witnesses the healing power of the voice. She has a wonderful spiritual practice incorporating the chakras. And I wanted to talk to Teresa to understand why the voice is such an important instrument and how accepting our voice can be so transformative. I hope you enjoy our chat. So I'm very excited to be here with the lovely Teresa Verney um, and we are going to chat about the throat chakra today, Vishuddha, something that we um, both feel very passionately about, about the work around the energy around this chakra. So um, Teresa, tell me a little bit about you and what you do. Okay, well, it's lovely to be here with you. Um, 
Yeah, my passion is is the voice in general. Um, and basically, I like to enable people to find their voice. Um, almost everyone has been either quietened at best or silenced even at worst um, throughout their lives for no, often no sort of major reason, just socialization. Um, mm. Girls aren't supposed to shout and boys aren't supposed to cry and all this nonsense that we instill into our children mm. from yeah. such an early age. Yeah. Um, and you and you link that with the fact that singing, interestingly, in the last 20, 30 years or whatever, singing has become something that only professional people do. Um, it used to be that everybody sang um, and it was part of our birthright mm. and people sang at work. But as soon as, I mean, it's, it's, it's before that really, as soon as the Industrial Revolution started, that's that's when it all the rot set in because you have big factories making a lot of noise. Yes. And in order to sort of alleviate the, the, the ghastliness of that, they put on the radio. Right. And then, and then people stop singing. People stop singing yeah. at, they were at work. Um, and you could only be singing on the radio if you were good enough to be on the radio. And if you weren't, then there was that sort of hierarchy then about who could sing and who could Yeah. That's when and then I started. suppose that sort of, you start to compare. You go, oh, I don't sound like whoever on the radio and mm. so therefore I shouldn't sing or I can't sing and that's mm. that's something that's really prevalent I mean I the number of people you come across who just go oh I can't sing yeah it's like no you just don't sing <laughs> Not that you can't. And, and my stock answer really is well if you can talk you can sing yeah because it's exactly the same equipment you just haven't learnt how to sing mm. through no fault of your own probably because your mum or your dad didn't sing or your teachers didn't sing and, and so you didn't know what it meant, really, to sing. Or you were told, oh, you don't, don't sing near me or, you know, like, don't. Because you know, I think the only time, well, as a child for myself anyway, like at the beginning of every school day you had assembly and you'd mm-hmm. sing a hymn or something, wouldn't you? And I don't know if that happens these days in schools or not. I'm sure in some schools it does, but probably not in all. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, you know, you'd be sitting next door to somebody and they go, oh God, stop singing, you sound awful. Or you'd just like, oh, you know, you'd be embarrassed. Or, or the teacher says. Or the teacher go to says. The back and yeah. Mine. And I mean, and if your teacher tells you you can't sing, then who are you to disbelieve that fact mm. or that misfact? Yeah. So you have the rest of your life believing that you can't sing. And it's, and it's a real shame. So why, I mean, I know how important sing but why why is singing so important for our energetic sort of being if you like why is it so why is it so different to just talking because we all talk mm. so why is it so different mm. well i i i use a lot of sounding as well as singing right um and if um, if you take the concept of sounding, so when I talk about sounding, it's that noise you make when you cry or when you laugh. Um, and when you're laughing, every you know it's fine. You know you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to make a sound. Yeah. Uh, when you're crying, 
not so much once you're adult. Um, and and, and it's, it's a sort of fundamental thing that comes from deep, deep inside you. It's a sound that you can't really control. You can't, mm. you can't control your laugh, that, that joyous sound that comes out. Yeah, the very spontaneous one. You, yes. That's completely yes. free, yeah. isn't it? Free. Yeah. And, and you don't know what it's going to be like. You know? um, <laughs> it's so true. Um, yeah. And... Um, and 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 it, there is there's a judgment on on what what you're allowed to do what you're not allowed to do in that respect, and and singing really is in that same vein. You have to you use you use a slightly different what can I say slightly different technique in a way. You can just see if you just hear my speaking voice, then if you hear my singing voice, it's just very different. Going back to the stats, the speaking voice, and 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 the singing voice has a much more of a sort of structure to it. You either sing this note, or you sing that note, or you sing that note, or that note. And if you're on your own, actually, it doesn't matter what you sing. No. Because there's nothing, you know, there's, there's no other notes that it needs to be in harmony with. Yeah. So you can, you can, you can do that on your own if you've got the courage to do that on your own. Whereas, as soon as, so if you were to just sing me a note, any note, la, and I can sing, so hold that note, la, la so that's the same note, and if I go la. I go wobbly. Okay, so hold that note, just keep it. And just that's magical. It is magical. It's a resonance, isn't it? It's the vibration. And this is what I find so fascinating about singing and about your singing bowls, which we'll come on to later, is that, um, you know, when you're teaching people about chakras and energy, energy is vibration. Mm. And the most obvious fundamental thing that we can do to create vibration is to make noise because mm. sound is vibration, obviously. Yeah. And when we make a noise, like when you're in a yoga chart class and you chant Om or, you know, one of the other, you know, chants and so on, it's, you're actually vibrating, you know, it's a sort of shortcut to that resonance with the self. Mm. Um, and I mean, you know, just singing those, that note with you is just like, oh, it's... And, and you see, when you're singing already, so when we, in that little experiment we did, you, the first time you sang, you then stopped the note quite quickly. Okay? I went Which sort of wibbly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. But when you're, so when you're speaking, the sounds are very clipped. You know, the, the sound of a, of a word is short and sweet, if you like. Yes. Um, whereas when you're singing, you extend the sound. Yes. So if you want to, if I just want to say sound, sound. Yeah. So you're, so you're, so you're extending the sound of it. And in order to, the way you do that, then you have to use various bits of your body slightly differently to when you're just talking because when you're just talking you're only using a tiny bit of air yes um, to, to talk and you can take a breath whenever you want to you know there's no judgment as to when you take a breath like i did just say if i need yeah. to ooh, take a breath. whereas <laughs> yeah. when you're singing you then start to then bring in 
other aspects and that's where it's really interesting and you start to bring in aspects around the diaphragm about how you then control mm. i don't like the word control what can we say instead how you how um, you how you nurture mm. the extension of this of this noise and it's all about it's all about the muscular stuff that goes on around the diaphragm yeah which is which is again which is very similar to pranayama and you know when you're doing breathing work in exercises and yoga classes that's a you know I, as you were speaking i was thinking of the word control but i don't know what other you know it's a sort of um a harnessing if you like not the control it's a sort mm. of um management even i don't know um, but you so you obviously you teach singing and you teach and so what's your what do you find is the sort of the common experience when you teach somebody who is not uh you know who's one of those people who thinks they can't sing like what what happens well the first thing the first thing that happens is um people say oh is that what i'm supposed to do because people don't really understand what what if you say can you sing the same note well what does that mean what 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 does that mean sing the same note people don't understand whereas so 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 the very practical thing to to do is to show people what that is is like we did in our little exercise so if you if you make us make it just if you just give me a sound and i wouldn't even we use to begin with i wouldn't even even use the word note okay so i'd say okay Roseanne, give me a give me a sound and hold that sound. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't, uh, but other than a la, just an r or a okay. uh, uh, And I sing. I sound the same as you. Can you give me a different yes. sound? Maybe a bit, bit higher somehow. Be- And you probably are having a you have a physical sensation of of something that that happens in your body when when my voice comes and joins your voice. yes it it's there's this this beautiful sort of joining of it sort of strengthens it mm. um and it and it becomes not my own it becomes not yours it becomes just the sound ours ours yeah. exactly it it's just exists that, and it's, you know the, the, what is it what they say when it's um the combination of the two is greater than the... Uh, yes. Oh, my mind's gone blank. No, yeah, I know yes. exactly what you mean. Some, yeah, the, sum the, the, the sum of the... What's it is greater than the... Than the I don't know. Yes. It is. Uh, they, uh, everybody uh, knows exactly yes, what it means, yes, yes. even if we can't articulate it. <laughs> <laughs> and so the next... So... The, so, so and, and that's how I start with people. I just... I get them to make me a sound. And I sing or, or make, make the same, same sound. I didn't realise that. Yeah. I didn't realise what you actually meant. Okay? And and it's all about finding a comfort, finding finding a pleasure, finding finding an just an ease really. So if you were to give me a, a something nice, if you just we'll move on because you're quite skillful. Let's do, you give me a give me a note now and hold this note and I'll show you what it is to have 
a different sound, and I'll come back and find you. <laughs> Start on your sound, okay. your note, and then I'll go away and I'll come back. Okay. okay. Any note will do. La. It's taking on a journey, isn't it? You go on a journey, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And energetically, I find that so, um, it's, it's just, it's what it is. It's so empowering and it's so beautiful, but it's really hard to put your finger on why it is or what it is mm. other than that the, your cells enjoy vibration. They enjoy to feel that energy. Mm. Mm. And, you know, the people, you know, when you've got, um, a, a weak, uh, throat chakra, if your throat chakra is not, uh, happily spinning and open and so on, you know, people, it's a very common one for people to have blockages in because they've been told, as you say, to shut up or they can't sing or don't speak or, you know, but it, it boils down to feelings of worthiness and being able to communicate yourself clearly. And when you communicate for you to be a heard and be understood. And I think that there's a lot of people who, you know, this is, this is a difficult thing for them. You know, I think the easiest way of of understanding a blockage in the throat chakra is standing up in front of a room full of people to say, you know, I don't know, read a poem or do something. Most people get absolute sweats, you know, the throat closes. There's a very physical, a very visceral physical um, reaction to that, which is the throat chakra energy. And you just kind of think, oh, I just don't like speaking in front of people. But it's because you don't have that feeling, you know, you don't have feelings of confidence, don't have feelings of self-worth. Who am I to stand up in front of this room of people or whatever? Mm. But when you start activating this chakra, it, the freedom that it gives you is... I don't know, to me, sometimes I feel like this is the most important chakra because if this one fails you, then you can't communicate all your other stuff that's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, it's um, it's a matter of it being, um, you know, being able to just say what you think. I mean, obviously being in touch with your emotions and knowing what you want to say is the first step, but actually being able to say it I find this, I still find that difficult, you know, in occasion, on occasion, I, my tongue is tied and I, I know that I've got all this stuff, all this emotion that I want to express and I open my mouth and I just, I, I, I don't know, I don't know what to say. And, and even the voice gets constricted. You just go, I can't do it. I don't know how to say this to you. It's really difficult. You know, you, it, it is some um, so trying to open it up is is such a powerful wonderful thing to do and singing is the best instrument but there's another thing that i do which um which I, it's a it's a it's a way of working which which i've sort of developed over the years um because it, it, sometimes what well, very often when we're talking about emotional issues um, it, it's very difficult to describe in words what you're feeling. Mm. In fact, it's impossible. Yes. There yeah. is no words for pain. Uh, yes. no? Yeah. no words for joy, really. Okay. And and um, so using the sound that I spoke about before, mm. so we're not talking even about singing. We're just talking about sound. 
um, you can work work in a way with people and and perhaps to sort of start a little bit with talking to find out maybe what the issues are or something. As soon as the as soon as the emotions get triggered, so it's normally tears in the eyes or whatever, or you hear you or you find somebody then can't can't actually explain something. You say you stop that process, stop the talking. And you simply just use sound and you can ask someone to locate where in their body they're feeling the anxiety. Mm. Um, it might be in the throat. It's very often down in the belly. Um, and then you can look at that and, and put a shape to it, a colour to it, a texture to it, and just sort of activate in your mind what what that is as it's a substance. You know, it could be just a not a black not of ghastly rubbish found in the bottom of the sea or something. And then the next stage is to say, well, what does it sound like? Mm. And allow somebody to... And it... The... What often happens is that it sometimes is not a big sound. You know, you often think of, oh, I'm so angry. I want to shout and scream. Yeah. That often doesn't happen. Really? It's often this whimper, this tiny, starting off anyway, this tiny, <gasps> tiny sound because it's been silenced for so long. Yeah. You know? And then, and, it, and there is no need to have any words. You don't need words because words are... are of no use Mm. but it's the sound and then you can help somebody develop that and and sort of generate more energy in it and then it might build up into something something big that comes out it might not there's no there's no um nothing is is pre-planned yeah and there's no right or wrong and there's no right that's the great thing there's no right and wrong yeah you know if you get the grammar wrong well so what and I, if I'm the working with the person, I don't need to know the story. No. I don't need to know. No. And I don't need to try and give you advice. You know, it just it all goes out the window. All I have to do is to witness, and that's the magical thing, is you have somebody witnessing this, this, this emotional outpouring. Because if you haven't got a witness, you can do it on your own. You know, it's it's of it's of some use doing it on your own, but it's better to have a witness because then you know that it happened. Yes, but there is no evidence, and it's gone. <laughs> you know, and it's it hasn't hurt anybody. It hasn't done any damage. It hasn't cracked any windows. It hasn't broken any bones. It, it hasn't caused anyone any distress. Yeah, you know, and there's no evidence. But you have managed to find a way of releasing something. And once someone has has exhausted the sound expression of this, whatever it is, you go back and say, well, what does that feel like now in your belly or your throat? You know, and, and what does it look like? What is it? What's the colour of it? And mm. it will have transformed, you know, and, and whew, that's extraordinary. It is absolutely. It? It's quite amazing. Really. I mean, I'm, I remember doing a, uh, that sort of mini workshop that you did with that group and some of the exercises that you did there mm. were so powerful mm. they were really strong fundamental things it's like it's a magic shortcut to 
Um, I remember you saying um, somebody needs to stand up and sing their name and nobody volunteered, so Muggins here did. (laughs) And I remember standing up in front of the room singing my name and it was a really extraordinary affirming sort of thing to do mm. but there's so many different things that because do you run we run workshops doing this kind of thing well, obviously i haven't been Not doing recently. for a while you know and and, yeah. and um who knows what the future holds yeah you know? um, um but yes i mean that yeah can you can you stand up in front of a of other people <laughs> sing your name you know you know your name you said your name you told people what your name is a trillion million zillion times yes <laughs> but actually saying but it can you say it out there you know and then can you sing it wow oh my god you know and 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 the, the terror you know people think no i might die if i do that <laughs> I'm evidence. I live. I I survived. Tell the tale. It's just. I mean, it's just brilliant. Yeah. There, there are so. You know, I'm. I'm fascinated by all the techniques and the beautiful things that you have, and what we're sitting in front of, um, on the table. These beautiful instruments sounding bowls not sounding bowls sounding Sounding bowls. bowls. Yes, Teresa, tell me about the sounding bowls because they are just. So beautiful. So these are sounding bowls. These are these are basically the, the, the instruments that were created by a chap called Tobias K. He still he still makes them down in Devon. Um, and he started off as a wood turner and was creating beautiful, beautiful um, bowls. Um, not just ordinary ones, but beautiful ones. Mm. And and yeah, one one day he he was sort of playing around with his bowl. And he noticed that as he spoke into this bowl or sang into this bowl, it was the sound was coming back at him because of the way he was making them. Mm. And this set him thinking and various, you know, various years later or whatever, as this thing was progressing, he found a way of putting strings inside the bowl, which then resonate and the and the and the, the the difference between these as instruments is that if you think about a guitar or a violin or a cello or any stringed instrument, the strings are outside um, the cavity. So you've got yes, the, they're you've sort got of on the, they're on top, aren't they? Right, and then there's a sort of cavity top. underneath, yes, but they're yes. basically you've got the resonant on top. cavity, you know. But the strings are on the top. Now these, the strings are inside and they're constructed in such a way we might take some photographs i will take a photograph yeah, yeah. so people can see yeah and they're inside which means that the resonance is i'm, I'm going to get um, the resonance is is totally different i'm going to get my biggest one oh um, which is oh my days it's about how big is that i'd say that's about two and a half feet across yeah it's and, beautiful and it's, it's made of sycamore and this is what it sounds like This is how to have one. 
And what Tobias says is that, that, um, that, that the sound from sounding bowls it goes straight to your heart. And it will open it'll open your heart chakra without you without you having to be having to do anything. It yeah. will just open. So that one of them I have another little one. Um, this is, is a very different one. Um, and this is a melody bowl. Okay. is that there's no right or wrong string. Do you know what? This is just what I was about to say. Because I remember when when I first played with this and I I literally, I was like, no, you can't take it off me. Um, You can't, I don't play an instrument, but I couldn't play a wrong sound. I couldn't play a wrong note. I mean, if you give me a guitar, it's just going to be hideous. But give me one of these and I can make music all day long. Just random, beautiful, extraordinary sound that's so... Pleasing it's, to the... Oh, they are just joyous, absolutely they joyous. Really and I've got a third, a third one. Which, so um, this is interesting because this has got more got sort of cross, cross strings, strings on it. They're just mesmerising. Yeah, yes. And they're yeah. so, I don't know, they just feel very healing um, in a way. They yeah, just... And you can, yeah, they just... Just can put that out of it. Yeah, great, yes. Uh, so, yeah, I just adore these. I mean, I think that they are such an extraordinary tool. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, people do sandbars, and quite often when you see people doing you know, sand bowls or whatever, they're, they're those sort of glass ones and there's that resonance. And, and that's singing bowls, singing yes, bowls. yes. And they're beautiful, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. And there's gongs as well you can you can use for sand baths. Um, uh, so, yeah. But, but these are special. They are extraordinary. I think because they, you know, and if I was to sit with that in my lap and I just play with it, mm. I'm playing something that's just what I'm... You know, I, I, nobody else has ever played it in that. You know, it's a unique mm. sort of thing, but the mm. the pleasure of it is mm. just extraordinary. Mm. But it's and it does feed straight into the, as you say, this just is very healing for the mm. heart. It's, it's, it's yeah. just straight to the heart, and it is extraordinary. If you, I mean, I've, I've used them in a, in, a, in a group setting, and and you just uh, if you've got people sort of in a, in a circle, and you just send the bowls around the circle and say, just have a play, you know. And the, the, the just as tangible the difference in people mm. after having just played for five minutes, the whole group just changes dynamic because everyone's heart chakra is open, yeah, and everyone's 
Ooh, golly, wow. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a great, wonderful thing. Mm. Yeah, they are. They're truly magical. Mm. Oh, well, thank you very much for getting them out. I might have to have a play with them now. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so what else do we need to? What else can we discuss? What else can we think about um, that we that is lovely around this subject? Um, that we, you know, I mean, you've, I know you have a good energy practice. I know that you, you know, you love your chakras. And we did. I remember with the other t- thing we did when we were with you was that beautiful chakra sounding. So we sang and we did. Um, arm movements well, and things so yeah, it was really right. nice that was just really basically going up using the scale da, 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 yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah we just went up and down didn't we uh, yes with yes, the yes. using the using the chakra um, sounds yeah. The, yeah that's right um, um, and uh, yeah so you can um, so you can you can do that with the singing there's there's a uh, so there's so many different Aspects to the to the to the efficacy of singing. One and one is 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 just this doing it for yourself, and whether you want to do, open your chakras with it, or just sing along to give yourself pleasure, you know that's fine, and 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 really really helpful with one's energy practice. Um, and then the whole other thing is the thing of singing with other people. Mm. Um, and choirs have and become really a lot more popular in the last few, you know, pre-pandemic, obviously. But yes. um, choirs were becoming very, um, very much more popular and seen as a as a very sort of. Um, I don't know. I, su- I suppose we can have um, Gareth Malone, that the guy who did the, you know, on the he, telly, yeah. the the um, the bonding quality of singing with other people. I think mm. that brought it that into everybody's front rooms, and it, I think it really did. choirs have and, become more yeah, popular yeah. as a result. And 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 pre-COVID, that there was uh, there been so much research um, to suggest that that singing is good for everything. Yes. It's it's seriously it's good it's good for your breathing, it's good for for your digestive system, it's good for um, your mental health. Your mental health. It's mm. good for community building. It's good for stress release. It's good for anything you can think of. Yeah. It's good for heart conditions. Almost, it's good for anything. And so, and, and pre pre pandemic. People were saying everybody should sing. Everybody should sing. Everybody should sing. And then it was along comes the unmentionable, <laughs> and then it was the most dangerous thing to do. Yeah. And no one was allowed to sing. And it was it was absolutely fascinating to be part of that. Yes. And, um, suddenly, the most. I mean, in a way, if you if you if you really really take it from a you know, higher perspective. Mm. It's 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 like everything. There's a dark and a light to everything, mm. and everyone was 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 seeing the light side of singing, but there's a dark side to it as well. And if you like, that came out. But it was mm. very interesting that it went from being the best thing in the world to do to the worst yes. thing in the world to do. Yes, and we're now scrabbling away trying to come out of that. Yeah, and recognize beginning to come back to it. Yes. Yes. So, what would you? I mean, I mean, obviously, 
I I don't sing in a choir when I like when I go into a space. So I've just started teaching at a new space up near here in Cly, and it's really bizarre because I walked into this room and it's a lovely big space, lovely big empty village halls kind of space, and um you know I had to work out how the heating worked and everything. And but so I got there like a good hour before the class, so I had lots of time, and I found myself wandering around in this space singing not singing a song but just doing scales just because the vibration of the room was really fun and really nice but I don't think that I'm a particularly talented singer but I just making that noise on my own in the room and having that was just oh was just an absolute joy mm. it was really lovely mm. so there are a lot of people in this world uh, who think that they can't sing who don't sing because they think they make a horrible noise. And even when they try, you know, they can try and they do it and they go, oh, it just sounds too horrible. What what do they do? How do they help themselves out of this hole of feeling like they can't? Well, the first thing I would say is come and see me and I'll show you in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. And and I will do with them what we were doing earlier. Yeah. So, and and rather than say to someone rather than say can you sing this note which would be my note yes you know, i don't do it that way around i say give you give me a note and i will find the same note as you mm. so you can understand what i mean about the same note because people as I, as i've said before people often don't understand the concept of well what is this thing that's the same note Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'll give them the physical experience of having somebody sing the same note. Okay. And then the next stage is to go from that note and, and move to a different note. So this is, is this, I mean, is there some, I'm just sort of trying to eke out you something else because a lot of my I've got a lot of listeners in America who can't just nip to Sheringham to come visit you <laughs> I've got listeners in South America in South Africa in Australia mm. so like things that people can just a, a, a little practice a little something what can they do okay I'm putting you on the spot that's, here Teresa yeah, I apologise because well, uh, you you um uh, I think that it, it, it is, if, you, if you've got someone you can trust who's not going to take the piss, who's not going to laugh at you, and, and, and just try and match the sounds that they make mm-hmm. and, and do it as a conscious exercise. Um, and, it, and it can be, it could just, now here's a good idea, so, if you were to say, can you say your name to me? Roseanne. Roseanne. <laughs> say it again. Roseanne. Roseanne. <laughs> See, so I'm doing something different that time. Yes. Whereas the first time I did exactly the same as you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, or just give it once more. Roseanne. Roseanne. Which again is different. Yes. Okay. So back once more. Roseanne. Roseanne. I'm hearing exactly the sound you're making. Yeah. And I'm giving you the same sound back. back. Yeah. So we can now, if after one, two, three, we both say it together. One, two, three. Roseanne. Roseanne. <laughs> 
Yeah. I've just made that up on the spot. I mean, I don't yeah. know if that's any helpful to no, anybody. Well, it may, you know, um, we, we, I think just having the awareness of the fact that there is the importance, I just want to um, encourage people to understand and become aware of the importance of their voice mm-hmm. and the significance of singing and of sound, of sounding, not just singing, because I think singing is scary. And I think mm-hmm. what you've sort of illustrated and what you've brought to me, which I hadn't necessarily thought of before, is that just sound. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you're at the beginning of a yoga class and you're chanting the Oms, that's just sound. Mm. And and the resonance that happens between everybody when you get into that lovely rhythm and the breath and the noise just happens, that's just sound. It's not singing. Mm. You know, you're not singing a hymn or a pop song or opera or mm. whatever. You're just making sound. So I and, and and I just suddenly I thought of another transition from from sound to singing. So if I use my voice, because I'm lucky to have three syllables in my voice, yes, which is a great privilege. So my voice is my 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 my, my name is Teresa. So I can then use that, and I can extend it. I can extend each syllable, Teresa. If you listen carefully. I'm, I'm sort of on the E, it went up a bit. Teresa, 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 Etc. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just going from saying to that's a really lovely exercise, mm. and also it's a wonderful exercise because you're using your own name, mm. and there's something very powerful about that as mm. well. Mm. I love that as an exercise. Mm. Yeah, mm. I think that's great. And if you're if you're if you've only got one syllable to your name, I mean, you could you know you can still use that, or you can use your 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 first name and your second name, and your, if you've got three or four names, you can you can you can yes. or you can use your address, yeah. <laughs> yes, anything, yes. But to all those people called Kim and Faye, <laughs> yeah. there's not a huge amount to go. But even so, you know, you go Kim, Kim, Kim. You know, you can carry, you can you can extend it, you can do extra stuff. Okay. So that's everybody's homework. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> sing your name. Sing your name. Sing your name. Say your name. I think that's a it's a really powerful, beautiful thing. So thank you very much, Teresa. I think this has been a really interesting chat. We've reached us sort of around half an hour, so it's about right, I think. Um, but I'd love you to play us out on your sounding bowls, please, Ooh, okay. just to have a few minutes of beautiful sounding bowl. Um, vibes and move that closer to you and just so just sit back and enjoy a few moments of this
Thank you so much for joining me for this chat with Teresa. I hope you've taken away something useful or interesting from our conversation. I will put links to not only Teresa's website in the show notes, but also for the sounding bowls, along with a couple of pictures of them, because they really are quite beautiful. Um, and since this was my first interview, I would love some feedback. Any comments, super welcome. You know, there were moments when you might have heard Teresa's lovely dog, Oscar, wandering around in the background. But this series of chats are just that, real conversations recorded in homes. So thank you again for listening. I'll be back with more meditations and more chats very soon. Om Shanti. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.